On today's episode, we are going to feature probably Porter's heavy breathing, and then we're going to get into our first guest, uh, one of my students from GR, Vanessa. She's going to be on, and I hate to say it, but we are going to talk school, but it's kind of cool how it won't really sound like school. It's just going to be a conversation about what she's reading and writing, and teacher friends, you might hear some skills pop up in there, some strategies maybe more or less. Uh, But she's doing a really good job thinking about what she can do as a reader and writer throughout this time, just reading some Laura Ingalls Wilder, making some connections, and then journaling, talking about these unprecedented times. And then after that interview, of course, we'll talk a little bit, if those of you haven't heard, Joe Diffie passed away from complications from the coronavirus, possibly some other uh, unrelated health issues. But he's kind of a country music legend, so we'll have a little bit of a talk about some of his music and how it's made an impact over the years. So let's jump into it. Sorry. Good morning. I'm going to start each of these by saying good morning. That way you think I'm up and at them right away, even if it is in the afternoon. Cass, I'm live right now. You are. Yep, doing the quarantine corner. Let's kick this off talking about Porter, the heavy breather at the moment. Uh, he's been home for a few days now, not to give it away when this podcast takes place. <laughs> We're trying to keep it evergreen, like I said, but you'll probably be able to get to the bottom of it. So, two nights at home. Yeah. Mama, what do you think? <laughs> Honestly, it's going a little too well, which makes me nervous. Our first night, I think, he gave us a little bit of a run for our money um, for a few hours of not wanting to sleep and wanting to cry. Not really cry, more like just fuss, which is almost more annoying than just full-out crying, I think. Uh, But night two, we kind of switched our schedules around a little bit to kind of go around him and... Night two was a dream, yeah? Yeah, gonna plug that growth mindset, find the problems, reflect and fix them, do a little revision, and now, good grief, Porter's out in the kitchen making pancakes for us right now. Things have just really taken a turn. Uh Uh-huh. But really, are you gonna go make us pancakes now? Yes, we will go make some pancakes now. Now we can move on to our interview with Vanessa, like I said, a student of mine who has been reading and writing and is excited to share some of what she's been up to. So let's see what she has been up to. Hi, Vanessa. Hi, Mr. T. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. I am doing wonderfully. Thank you. So she's been on quarantine as well, just like everybody else. Um, so I've come up with a... Oh, there's Porter talking in the background. <laughs> So I've come up with some questions to ask just so we can kind of have that conversation about what we've all been up to and what are some ways to get by. So with this quarantine, I know you've got your brothers and sisters and then your parents. What has the quarantine kind of looked like to you and your family? So for us, it's been a lot of like board games and Xbox games, like Disney Plus and Netflix and a lot of dance parties. A lot. Oh, very good. That sounds like a pretty good time. Yep. Yeah, so I'm obviously I'm going to ask you for Netflix and Disney Plus. What have you guys been watching? So we just got done watching both Mulan's, Mulan and Mulan oh, Two. 
Very good. I honestly have not seen Mulan 2, mm-hmm. but I love the first Mulan. Yeah, it's really Are you excited? Are you going to, well, I guess, I don't know when it comes out, if we'll be able to go see it yet, the new Mulan. Oh, yeah. I would love to go see it. I think it'll be really cool. Yeah, I've been pretty impressed with what they've been doing with their live action films. Yeah. And so Mulan, and then mm-hmm. what about Netflix? So for Netflix, I like to watch a lot of TV shows. Um, me and my mom, we watched that '70s show. Classic. Binging that. Oh yes, that's one that I kind of grew up on. Yeah, it's not the most kid friendly, so we can't really watch it with everyone. But I get that. Yep, <laughs> that was. I know my parents even said that that was one. Maybe we should wait till we're older. Yeah. <laughs> maybe we did. Maybe we didn't. <laughs> yeah. What did we just watch? On Netflix, or no, on Hulu, we just started Little Fires Everywhere. Oh. It's kind of like a, um, kind of like a thriller, hmm. mystery type thing. That sounds cool. Yeah, that one has been pretty good. And we're up to three episodes, four episodes, rather. Hmm. And we're just waiting week by week. That's been coming out. So, nice. I mean, that'd be kind of nice. I know some people, they like to have the whole series at one time so they yeah. can just get after it that's a way to like branch it out so it sounds like you've been making the best of it with your board games and dance parties and watching yeah. your shows yeah um so that sounds like that's pretty much been the best gig about this whole situation has there been anything else that you're like hey this is this is a-okay um i like the fact that i can like sleep in to whenever i try not to go past oh. noon because that's then it like messes my whole like rest of my time frame up. But... No kidding. That would be something. Our sleep schedule has changed a little bit here with little Porter. Mm-hmm. But we're not too mad about it for the most part. Yeah. He's been behaving pretty well. That's good. Yeah. Speaking of that, that might be a little challenge for me is that different sleep schedule. Mm-hmm. What is something that's challenging? Or maybe there's a couple things mm-hmm. challenging about this whole quarantine situation. Mm-hmm. Have you been facing some challenges? Um, I think it's been almost a week and a half now. So I think our main problem is we're starting to get a little, starting to go a little crazy. We've been around each other for a lot. <laughs> that gets tough to get everybody on top of each other. And yeah. Not get a break. Mm-hmm. And then after a while, it's like you run out of stuff to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, we're at that point where it's like, okay, so <laughs> done a lot of things, watched a lot of things, can't go anywhere. <laughs> Yes. Yep. And then I know we've run into the part where, hey, do you remember or did I ever tell you? And it'd be like, yep, I was there. We haven't really left each other. Yeah. It's not too bad. But yeah, this kind of crazy that all this stuff is just happening. Mm-hmm. Um, like we said, we were filling out Porter's baby book the other day and thinking about it, it has a spot in there for what's going on in the world and media and news mm-hmm. and just talking about, well, the coronavirus was happening when you yeah. were born and everything was canceled. <laughs> yeah. So that would be kind of weird to look back on when he's older. and Yeah, what an interesting story. Yeah. Where were you born? Oh, I was born in a pandemic. <laughs> Terrible timing, though, because we've just been holed up in the hospital. Yeah. You know, getting to come and go a little bit. Yeah. My wife and I are. Mm-hmm. He's got to stay here and get watched all the time. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it'll probably be something that winds up in the history books. Yeah. 
So speaking of history, we'll kind of go back to um, our list of questions here. Not necessarily reading history, but just in general. I know you're a really avid reader. Mm-hmm. Has there been any uh, book that you've been sticking with or finished lately over this little bit of break? So right now what I'm reading is The Long Winter, which is a book mm. in the Lauren Goes Wilder series. Oh, very nice. And that book is about when these this whole town goes under and they're in a blizzard and they can't really go anywhere and they're like running out of food Mm. and they're just trying to like survive this really really long winter in this tiny little town in the middle of south dakota that would be a different lifetime yeah i really enjoy books like that the frontier and whatnot yeah they're really good Uh, one of my favorite authors willa cather she has a couple books a lot of her books are all about the not the wild west but like the plainsmen and the 16 17 1800s i forget when they're set but mm. definitely in the older times yeah and yeah dealing with those same situations mm. i feel like you'd be able to make some pretty good connections like what would you say is relevant about those books well i think they're in like a period of time where they really gotta like ration out their food and be careful what they do so they don't get <laughs> like hurt or they run out of supplies or that stuff and they've got to like try and keep themselves busy so they don't Go crazy, stand inside. Yeah, that sounds like a really good comparison. They probably don't mention the TP issue. Oh, pro- no. No? Okay, not yet anyway. That sounds fair, but still, all those connections seem pretty darn relevant. Yeah. And then on the um, opposite side of reading, have you been doing any writing by chance? I have been doing writing. I've been doing a lot of journaling right. lately. Yeah, and I'm like, I oh, like that's you should start writing stuff because in maybe like a hundred years, we're all dead. Someone might find your book and <laughs> they'll have all these cool notes from back when, when there was a coronavirus pandemic. Yeah, no kidding. And then everybody has their own experience. I feel like history is best told through stories. Yeah. So being able to share everybody's individual stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like I've got a story to share. I feel badly that I'm kind of doing a bad job of doing any journaling <laughs> through this. I had been, like I told you guys at school before we um, abandoned that whole idea. Mm-hmm. I've been journaling just about Porter's adventure mm-hmm. and what we've been doing with him, his trip to the hospital and having to come early and yeah. all that other good stuff. Yeah. But then the fact that this is all happening during that pandemic mm-hmm. Um, have you ever seen the movie The Martian? I have. Yes, that was on last night while we were up late mm. hanging out with Porter. Mm. And the fact that he's logging that whole thing, he's journaling yeah. it. I was like, huh, I really should be writing this stuff down just because, well, in his case, even if he didn't make it back, that's a heck of an experience to be to yeah, Mars, even if it is fictional. Mm-hmm but just to share that experience with others. And yes. I know one thing that kind of comes back for my wife and I being here in the NICU, it's crazy since we've been here that how many people we've learned have also been in the NICU mm, yeah. with their babies and all their experiences. Yeah. And so it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of nice to know that you have some oh, solidarity with other people mm. or, some connections. 
So that, yeah. And like you said too, a hundred years from now, I feel like people should know about yeah, this. Yeah, definitely. Cause like this might never happen again. And they might have another pandemic and they're like, oh, yeah, well, yeah. maybe we can just learn from these people. No kidding. Worst case, they can say, well, how is a junior high kid going to survive? How are they going to stay yeah. entertained? And you've got all the answers this, for this now. big journal right here. <laughs> so yeah, with that, it sounds like you kind of have an audience in mm-hmm. mind. Um, that's another thing that I look at with writing. And it was just the next question here on the list. Mm-hmm. Looking at who are you writing for? And for me, I think I'm kind of writing for myself just to kind of comprehend everything and internalize it so why do you think go a little more in depth why do you think you're writing this i think i'm writing this journal not only like look back on stuff but just kind of like organize my thoughts because you know there's so much going on right now that it's like Mm -hmm. sometimes it gets kind of stressful and (laughs) worrisome when you're just able to put it out on paper it's just like oh well i mean it's not awful i guess but yeah it almost makes it seem a little more manageable I like mm-hmm. that with writing. You can take it one piece at a time. Yeah. If you want, you can stick on one for a while or you can move on when you're yeah. ready or go back to something. Absolutely. Yeah. Very good. That's pretty yep. good. So where, with that writing, what are you most proud of? I think this? I'm really proud that I'm actually like what? sticking with it. Yeah, that is impressive because I know that's one of my downfalls as a writer that's the thing about journaling you get like so motivated and then like there's one week and you miss a day and then you just keep missing days and then you're like oh well totally forgot to journal for these two weeks (laughs) Mm -hmm. yep it is easy to do that's the same with everybody i feel like how do you go about do you schedule time in your day or do you just kind of go when the when the mood i try to do mine like later at night when I'm like about to go to bed Mm -hmm. so everything has already happened and it's not like I'm doing anything at 10 o'clock at night so gotcha just a little recap on it nice that makes a little Mm -hmm. sense that would be good when do you write yours do you just do it when you feel like it or I honestly do just because right now we have a lot of downtime here and there Mm -hmm. and um Porter has to wake up and eat about every three hours. Mm, yeah. So we take naps in between, and sometimes I'll be wide awake in between those feedings, and other times I'll be ready to pass out myself. Yeah. Uh, I started in, I said, it was probably 11 or 12 last mm-hmm. night doing that bit of journaling, and then other times I'll start to do. So I feel like that schedule, though, might be a little better. Mm hmm more conducive to a little more content yeah but i mean hey you got to do what you got to do as long as you get it on the paper (laughs) that's for sure that was a good attitude that's not bad so you sound like you've been doing really well with that and scheduling it has there been any uh difficulty with your writing or challenges i think mostly i've had to learn i can't write down every single unimportant little detail that there is different types of writing Mm -hmm. i might throw down just some ideas or poetry or anything to kind of capture a yep. moment so that might be yeah literally any time of day or night mm-hmm. i'm trying to like set it to a page because like i'm gonna be older and i'll be like why did i even write this this isn't important to the situation 
Uh, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And thinking about this book that I'm reading right now, um, Great Expectations by Charles mm-hmm. Dickens, very yeah. wordy. And there are a lot of extra details in there, but they're obviously in there for a reason. And I think that's kind of his yeah. style. But yeah, when you're looking at a specific situation and an instance, mm-hmm. I think that is good to make things concise yeah. and accurate. Especially in that kind of writing where you just yeah. got to like, describe everything because a lot of people who are reading it now it's a completely different situation yes yep there's a lot to cover and to figure out that is tough how do you differentiate between the important stuff and the extra details yeah that that's i'm alien this crisis i think i try to focus on like the big picture instead of like oh yeah Blah, 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 for lunch today. I'm trying to, like, focus on, like, big things that are happening, so. That's what I'm trying to do. That makes sense. Keep yeah. it relevant for the audience. Relevant, like, kind of stick journal, to your purpose. Like, when this whole thing's over about what I ate for breakfast. I'm worried about, like, journaling yeah. the whole pandemic case and all that. That makes sense. I think that's kind of cool to think about, too, that you can have a couple different um, styles and a couple different purposes throughout this yeah. whole thing. I bet. <laughs> My wife and I, we could probably do reviews on all the Jimmy John sandwiches <laughs> that we've eaten the last couple of weeks at the That'd hospital. I'd read that. Yeah. Without a doubt, we'd appreciate <laughs> it. But then, yeah, to think about that, like that doesn't really have anything to do with this pandemic, but I think it's still relevant in some regard in mm-hmm. its own way. And then talking about some of your creative stuff, so you've been mm-hmm. journaling, then you mentioned... Uh, in your little blurb talking about a YouTube channel. Yeah, Natalie and I, so, of course, the day when I came out with the idea, she was gone. So we were texting each other. I'm like, oh my gosh, we should make a YouTube channel based on our fictional characters we created almost a year ago. That sounds like Mm -hmm. a good time. Yeah, we want to, like, do, like, challenges or, like, dances or, like, question and answers. Those characters who just kind of came up Oh, yeah, we were just in an art class one day. And I created this picture. I'm like, dude, because at this time we were, we were like, we were friends, but we weren't like as close as we are now. And I was like, dude, we should name these people. Mm. And that's Jim, Bob, and Sally. And we created our little cabbages and bunnies and depressed and insane (laughs) and all that stuff. (laughs) That was fun. A little different outlet or something. It's still a creative way. That's not too bad. Mm -mm. I really, yeah, I've been excited while we were at mm-hmm. school to get some kids. I had a couple people, some freshmen working yeah. on a podcast, and I know um, they're towards the end talking about the seventh graders doing YouTube mm-hmm. stuff or the pig um, tournament. I know a couple of those boys. Yeah, Oof. yep. The pig tournament. But that's kind of cool to hear that you guys are still mm-hmm. thinking about that. I'm kind of curious. I might have to look into figuring out if there's a way that you can do that from your own yeah. spots, we can kind of play around with that. Then that'll give you a little more mm-hmm. something to do. Yeah. Just in yeah. case you need it. I've been trying to do some brainstorming on more topics we're going to be working on. Cause I think yeah. it, could, I think it has potential. Like it could be a really funny channel that we made. Well, I think I've made it through just about my list of questions here. The last couple, uh, do you have anything else? You talked about your, journaling you've talked about your youtube stuff that's in the works you talked about what you're reading um you're surviving with all yeah. your siblings 
during <laughs> quarantine and it seems to be enjoying yourself too which uh-huh. is impressive uh, is there anything else that you wanted to plug uh to people listening to this wash your hands don't go to fun houses but yeah i think that's it yes and the last thing do you have any questions or anything for us over here so when do you think porter's gonna be able to come home you've been there i think for it's while. actually yes we have um my wife was admitted it was february 23rd Mm-hmm. And then we have been here pretty much ever since. Wow. And then the doctor is thinking that maybe the end of this week he can go home. Oh, that's going to be so cool. I know. How? We are excited. And then some. He's just been having to eat on his own, but he's been doing that over the last couple of days. So that's good. That's just encouraging for everybody. Yeah. Then we get to go home and be quarantined at our house instead of at the <laughs> hospital. I really appreciate you reaching out. You'll have to spread the word to any of your other friends. I really appreciate you making the effort for it. Thanks for letting me come on. Without a doubt. All right. Well, enjoy the rest of your quarantining. Thanks. You too. Sounds good. Bye, Vanessa. Bye, Mr. T. Thank you so much to Vanessa for being on. I know it's awfully nice of anybody to take time out of their day and just share what they've been up to. In her case, the reading, the writing, the entertaining, that's all good to go here for this quarantine. Now I'd like to move on to a little more somber topic, talking about the passing of Joe Diffie, the late great country music star known for the likes of John Deere Green, Prop Me Up Beside the Jukebox, which takes on a whole different meaning anymore. Uh, He also did Pick Up Man, and then there is another one too that's kind of more appropriate for the times called ships that don't come in one that i'm going to just kind of plug here right now Uh, not 100 percent familiar with it but i know i've heard it plenty of times in the past but going back through that song uh, looking at the lyrics and really listening to it for the meaning or whatever your interpreted meaning is talking about not taking things for granted and probably more importantly not taking people for granted because if you've got a decent little spot to be I take myself and my wife and now we've got Porter we are home we're healthy not everybody gets that and so that's just something that you got to think well some ships don't come in so some people are stuck there waiting for something to never come Uh, so count your blessings is what we're saying pretty much so we'll kind of sign off with that go listen to some Joe Diffie in your quarantine put yourself on a little concert And another one that might be okay right now, maybe not as relevant, that's playing on my TV right now. If the devil danced in empty pockets, he'd have a ball in mine. Considering we haven't been spending a whole lot of money, not going out like we usually do for obvious reasons. Good grief, haven't been to the movie theater or downtown. Uh, Kind of a bummer, but keep the devil out of your pockets if you keep a little change in there, I guess. All right, well, everybody, you have a great rest of the week, whatever you're doing. This should be coming out on a Monday. All right, be good. Oh, Porter, you got anything? Just more heavy breathing. All right, be good.